0: May I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy.
1: What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing stuff I felt like yeah. we were playing a 2-8. It was just a 2-8. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So are we kissing up this stuff, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. Of FIFA,
0: this guy is 68. We're gonna have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's
1: now. It looks like a heron shot all over it. So you guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now. right? Yeah, on the tank
0: you, This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again chris the herons are back welcome everybody to episode number 131 of the batter herons podcast i am your host daniel granada and alongside me as always is mr kbd how are you doing sir
1: listen i'm happy and sad i mean we got the new kit reveal but then like emerson's not traveling with the damn team like what the hell's going Shut on here?
0: he's going to mexico let, let the emerson crap go it's, it's, it's over but never we do have a special guest that's gonna break down into Miami and MLS with us. But before we bring him in, I did have to play this back real quick. I uh, just in case anybody missed it. And if you're on audio, I apologize. I want I wanted to put this out there so that Chris could watch it. Now there's no audio on it, so just take a look here. Oh, and there you are, Diego Gomez scoring down the right side and then off of a free kick, and then for Chris. For you, I'm gonna play it for you one more time, Chris. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. That is Diego Gomez on the right side, back post, upper ninety, black yeah. attack, That's one. And then yeah. from top of the box, free kick. That's two. nobody's. That's problem. today. Over the last two games, three goals. Diego Gomez, not a trash bag like you claimed last episode. You got to give the kid some time. And um, I was glad to see it. Even happier to know that you were upset to see it. And F Emerson, what do you got to say Listen, about I Diego mean- Gomez?
1: My grandma could have scored that free kick. Oh, like, who the hell up. was paying attention? Oh, who was up. paying attention on that free kick? And then, uh, I mean, is he He must be the best player on his team.
0: No? Is he? You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the Paraguayan. Well, exactly. Pick. I
1: don't know who else plays with him. Just because I mean, he's the
0: best doesn't mean he's going to score. I mean, whatever. Nobody was paying attention to that kid. All right. Well, get out of here. Uh, Give me Spider a whole season Pig, of that. Like and sub. Appreciate that. Uh, let's nice. just go through the chat real quick. Ekem, uh, what's going on? Appreciate you joining oh, us. Uh, we got Francisco, uh, pushers and pullers. Love that. We got to ask the guest that question. Uh, let's see. We got AZ. Yes, Emerson got loaned. Emerson is not really good. So, Aaron, please stop that. Um, let's see. He doesn't know how to feel about We're going to get into the new signing. Gomez is cooking. The chat is already cooking. And I guess... No, 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 no. You just is- blazed...
1: You just blazed right past Sean Callahan saying it's against U23, though. Nothing special. How about that? He is U23 himself.
0: All right. Let's get to our guest, Danny. Get Uh, out of here. All right. Get out. All right. Get out. So, anyway, uh, we have joining us Mr. Bob. Oh, you know what, Bob? I am not going to attempt to butcher your name. Venta So, so I'm not going to do that to you. I'll let you let the people know how to pronounce your last name. What's going on, Bob. Not too bad. Chris got it.
2: Ventimiglia. It's it's not the Italian yeah. pronunciation, which would be Ventimiglia. You could call me either. My students call me V.
0: You know, uh, i I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. Oh, nice. my students used to call me G. There you go. It's, it's sad. The education system's gotten that low. We're just like, just call us by the first <laughs> letter. Letter. First you know, letter. Yeah. Don't need this, to read. Just go. Yeah. So, um, so Designated Pundits is the podcast. You cover all of MLS and... Um, I see that you got review uh previews going for basically the entire league you're planning them out right
2: yeah this is the i guess this is the fourth year we'll be doing every team in major league soccer giving a quick season preview maybe a half hour on each team, and and we're covering what you need to know. We're not covering, you know, the the fourteen year olds in the system that no one cares. No w- players that matter this year, and every week of the season, I post my own sportsbook article. One of the only places you can find actual words written by an actual human. None of this stuff you find on the other websites. Uh, sportsbook bets, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's that too. They, it's it's all algorithmic actually. So like, if you find someone who actually takes this seriously you're yeah. in such an advantage I, I found a few years ago with with the mls sports book i think it was Fanduel. uh skc was like the initials for like sporting Cristal, which i think is a uh peruvian ecuadorian team one of those central american teams like a huge like club and every time you could bet on sporting kansas city it said sporting Cristal. like there was an error in the sports book you can bet on every week and no one caught on so you know that, that yeah. that's the kind of level we're looking at here
0: uh, and saludos, Michael from Chile. Um, Michael, if you like Spanish, we're we're thinking of, of going going Spanish soon, so you might get some Spanish. Uh, and Oliver shouting out the t shirt. We appreciate this. The step brothers, step best friends, a lot of the good stuff. You can find that at batterfans.com. Um, well, I guess before we start talking MLS, we got a couple things to cover about here in Inter Miami's world. And I wanted to start with something that we didn't address on Monday too much, because we were talking post game. And I, I mean, I'd love to hear Bob's thoughts also. Bob, if you had a team that you support, would it be your local Red Bulls? Yes, yes, of course. That
2: that okay. that's my team. That's been my team. I you know followed soccer for more than five years, so it's got to be Red Bull. Um, okay. Grew up in the Metro Stars? days. Yeah, grew up in the Metro Stars. Um, I live right about twenty minutes from Red Bull Arena, from the old Giant Stadium. Uh, where okay. they used to play, so you know I'm, I'm up in North Jersey here, and yeah, that that that's how it started. You know, um, maybe like I, Cosmos when I was a kid, kid, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's been Red Bulls the whole way
0: for sure. Uh, I'm from New York, also. I went to a, a game for the Metro Stars back when Tony Miola was there, okay. back in the old Giant Stadium and everything. Also, um, I used to love those Metro Stars jerseys, but Red Bulls. How would you feel? well NYCFC? Has such a crappy uh, uh named i don't even know how exactly um th- you would do it but have you heard about orlando's new stadium name i i have and, and i feel very
2: strongly one way about it and i don't want to give it up yet um oh, they are called <laughs> um orlando's new stadium is, is from the the like the banking company Interand co is that yeah, what it is i don't is. know what any of those companies do i assume all fortune 500 companies do the same thing like foreclosing orphanages or something i don't even know what they're about but
0: and i I know that you thought that it wasn't a big deal so i was kind of curious so you if if the red bulls took somehow i don't know the nycfc name and put it on their stadium you wouldn't think that that's a little weird
2: i I think like a closer connection would be like if they named red bull arena eddie had stadium or like something like that where yeah what about there's a connection
0: if Oh, what if the new NYCFC stadium in Queens was called Red Bulls? Oof. That'd because be fantastic. I mean, drink. They've had offers to play
2: a Red Bull arena. They could have been playing in a real soccer-specific stadium for a half a decade uh, now. It's
0: such a joke. It's such a joke. Nah, but, well, they're, they're... but you don't think that that's a big... I think that that's embarrassing that they let the, that be called interim Co. Call.
2: I, I don't. And and here's why. And, and here's the thing that I said. like David Beckham had to go with a straight face in front of courts <clears throat> to fight for the Inter-Miami name. right? Like they said, it's too close to Inter Milan. Him, all the lawyers, all the suits get up and they argue, no, Inter doesn't associate this team with Milan, Inter's its own nondescript term. Right. So if they're going to argue that in a court of law, then you could like extrapolate that back and just say like, oh, well, Inter and company has nothing to do with Inter Miami. Inter is just the name. It's just a modifier. It's a descriptor.
0: But it's, it's and the fans only, that, that, are, that, are, that are making fun of them more than anything. David Beckham hasn't come out and said anything. But it's not only that, though, Danny. Pull up I mean, Mike's comment. Pull up Mike's comment. Hold on. <laughs> so, Bob, uh, I mean, look, he, he
1: finds a Wish character for everyone. Bob <laughs> equals Wish Brian Cranston. And that is golden, Mike V. Another one, another banger for sure. Um, but I, I think the, the problem here is, is that <laughs> you, you're talking about this is big money from a sponsorship like I don't think that's something that a lot of people really grasp when it comes comes to this kind of deal you know I mean we're going to be able to laugh at them for 10 years but in reality the money is money it could have been named Barney and
0: company you know they're taking that money yeah, no I matter know. what I, 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 I wouldn't want my stadium being named I don't know I can't think of anything off the top of my head because there's there's. it's so hard to imagine the first part of somebody's name being in the like it's just such a crazy coincidence because what, what what could they name Inter Miami that would be like? Oh no, I don't want that. I like Orlando, or
2: both Park or like, or like something like
0: that. Yeah, this not Disney It wouldn't bother me. But do you, do you know what? See, you know, do
2: you know something funny? There's there's actually kind of a funny story about this. I'm a I used to I grew up a baseball fan, and uh, there there's a player for the Braves who was you know an All Star, first ballot Hall of Famer, Chipper Jones, and he oh, played he, so he well. Stadium. Yeah, he yeah. played so well in Flushing all the time, he named his mm-hmm. firstborn son Shay.
0: Shay, yeah. 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 <laughs> I do know that fact. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious, honestly. Um, I don't. I, I can't think of anything. Uh, Disney, look, I they call it Disney. I don't care what they call it. I can't really think. Orlando doesn't really have anything that works with it. It was just a coincidence. I thought it was funny, and um, I, don't, I don't know what this is about uh marasovic
1: par hub stadium all right
0: right. and um and then getting on to the the new kits that were revealed yesterday they weren't new kits it's literally the same kit as last year it was just the new sponsor um and i mean it's the same exact jersey i didn't like the xbto just because to this day i still don't know exactly i know that it's some type of uh was it bit type thing that they got to exchange? I didn't think it's it a that scam. That's deal. what those are called.
2: Bitcoin is is it's a scam. There That's you go.
0: And the the players that were at the event look like they were bored out of their mind. I kind of feel bad that they had to sit through this. Uh Chris, what did you think of the new sponsor on the shirt?
1: Well, I mean, the structure of the logos look a lot better than what was projected to be released, right? I mean, I'm I'm just gonna throw a jersey on your face real quick, Bob. But boom. I mean, no, but but I'm not even never rumored to do that.
0: There was only This the is a lot
1: more to do. That. Yeah, but this is a lot more organized. This kind of structure of the jersey. So, like, I'll take that any day. I i I'm, I want to buy that. It's that 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 whole logo of Royal Caribbean is better than the X B T O thing. And it
2: fits with Miami. I mean, Miami is like yeah. an old pirate town. Like the fact that it's a crown with you know, I I did not know that that was a Royal Caribbean logo. I just thought it was like. A cool southern like pirate in in food, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So I, I like when there's kind of like a little bit of synergy like that. Like it doesn't look off and it doesn't look like you know Bilbo written, in again <laughs> across your shirt exactly. or, or something silly like that. Um, just just to be clear, um, there were pink kits that were leaked earlier. Those
1: are completely fake, right? We we are.
0: Well, I mean, know at F- this point, look, there's no confirmation. There okay. is because I. It- this is the image that has been leaked that that seems to be the most accurate. Yeah. And everybody's just assuming that this is what it is. Awesome. Right. And awesome. we're not big fans of it. If there was one that I was going to be okay with, it would be this one it's just the because I think the texture and yes, I, I'm sure the muscles help. So that that, that is the one that I was kind of hoping for. And then we thought that possibly that they would do it for the black one also, but obviously they didn't. They went uh, just regular Adidas on the right pack, crest on the left, and uh, M, and the logo on uh, in the middle. I like I, that look, material. I, that material is class, man.
1: Yeah, it so is. do I. I, I
0: There's but, a lot of people hating but, on it. Well, from what a lot of people are saying is that that's not going to be accurate, that the, our actual authentic jersey won't have that. So if that's the case and it's just a plain salmon-colored jersey, I, I'm not loving it i mean
1: imagine all the replicators out there making the the fake jerseys with the logos coming down like those things are going to another country right like nobody's gonna buy those things Uh,
2: coming to a stadium near you 10 bucks outside red bull arena let's go
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) which you know (laughs) yeah go ahead danny sorry i'm just gonna ask him were you there when uh when messi played his first mls regular season game
1: we're right here
2: yeah absolutely i was i was up in the press box for that game I, i was very lucky to uh have gotten a pass uh i mean i had a ticket anyway i just was i was lucky to be able to sell my ticket and use my pass right um, right right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah and and you know from that game on under the train trestle for the uh harrison path station uh for you for those you don't know there's like a very intricate subway Ooh. system in new york city the path ah. is the one train that just goes from new york city to new jersey it's jersey it just it's, yeah. it's, it's like one stop um the path train under the train trestle there were people selling Miami jerseys from that game until every other game including the playoffs and they were there were messy
0: kits and that really? kit,
2: that mock-up will be under the train trestle in Harrison
0: so Absolutely. even when Inter Miami wasn't playing after that there were still people vendors yeah. outside selling the inter Miami messy jersey
2: I mean whatever you can stuff under your sweatshirt yeah that, that's wow. how it goes that's how it goes and you never uh,
0: got like a, a fakey come on <laughs> oh for sure I my kids are rocking fakes argentina scarves the whole deal yep nice That's, i didn't know that no my kids are rocking fakes i rock the authentic my kids mess those things up they're rocking fakes i'm not spending 100 <laughs> bucks on those for them to mess it up and grow out of it in yeah. a couple days all right yes. uh oh well, well yeah the, the kid talk well real quick uh i did go to universal studios this weekend i didn't get to go to enter and Co. i did go to disney and universal there's a reason i'm bringing this up last year there was a speculation that we're going to get a third kit last year, right? We're going to get one this year for sure. But last year there was a rumor that we were going to get it. And there was this shirt that was kind of weird. It was like a baby blue with like pink splatter on it. And we're like, what the hell is this? And we were wondering if it was actually going to come to fruition. It never did. But if you heard the intro, there's a part where Chris says, it looks like a hair on shat on it because that's what it looked like. Now, when I was walking around Universal Studios, I saw a little kid running around with this jersey on. What about it? here one. it is. Ooh. Where did he get this jersey? I want it. I, th- Do I thought follow... it was really weird.
2: I love it. Do you guys follow Fabian Wrinkle? Yeah, yes, yeah, he yeah.
0: Over... He was on with us two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, he leaked that uh, June 18th of last, oh, last year.
0: year. Yeah. Yeah, and it never came to fruition. Well, well no, and, and, and Steve Munoz is mentioning earlier, that
1: they're they're fakes, and Mr. Krabs is mentioning can't wait to buy that jersey from the back of some guy's white <laughs> Dan. I, I mean, know it's absolutely. a fake,
0: but I, I personally like this one better than the one that we're getting this year with the pink and the, oh, and I don't the, know, the, the line down the middle. I, I would rock the shit out of that. I don't know, man. This looks terrible. G- give me the, the hair on chat all, all day over that, that weird anchor down the middle with the... Yeah, yeah. I, I would take it if you if you know where to get the fake. I would get the fake. That kid was running around. He looked happy. I would be happy running around with it also. So um, I'd and take. It does, it, look, I like find it. It does yeah, look like yeah, a great fake. It does look like a great fake. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't get too close because I thought it was a creep. As it is, just taking a picture of a random kid running around. But <laughs> yeah, you were the guy in the white I, van. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't get. Excuse, uh, excuse we, Dan, didn't the the me, Daniel. Come with me. My wife walked in uh, the opposite direction. She's like, what the hell are you doing? Ooh, I'm sorry. Crazy. I'm doing it for the show. I apologize. Yeah. But I, I would definitely get that. I would, I would cut that in a second. All right. So let's get on to the, on the pitch. We are two games into the preseason. And for the, just to inform everybody, after we're done here, we're going to jump on Bob's podcast, the Designated Pundits, to preview Inter-Miami's uh, season with him. Uh, but yeah. we are two games into the preseason now. And there seems to be an overreaction.
1: Is the Shout season over, guys. Bob?
2: Is the season <laughs> over? Are just, we just, fucking done? There's no reason to play anymore. Just pack it in.
0: That's, I mean, that's it what in. everybody's saying. We just
1: got to pack yeah. it in. The game's over. Season's over. Uh, bring back 2025. Let's go. 2025, the, the, chat the, my, the chat was on
0: fire. The chat was on fire. Yeah, everybody was wow. sellers. I did it for you guys. Mr. Krabs, for those of you on audio is asking me why a grown-ass man would be taking a picture of a child. I did it for the show. I did it from a distance. That's why it's so blurry. It was zoomed in. And I that, just one picture. That's it. You're done, right. son. You're done. No, no, You're I mean, done. I, do feel, I, feel, You're I felt done. a little disgusting. So uh, our guys from uh, Into Miami show, uh, Mike, was going a little wild about the fact that we didn't score a goal. I don't think it's that big a deal. And I'm, I'm going to say something, and I don't know if, if this is considered – it's not a hot take. I kind of hope we don't score any goals in these seven preseason games. I kind of want to see Inter-Miami Twitter go up in flames. I want to see everybody panic for no reason. I promise – as long as they look like, they're, like they did last game. Because last game, they looked like they were building up play. They were missing. They were getting some shots on target. You can see that things are starting to build. The chemistry is building. They just didn't finish, which is fine with me because I know – that these guys are some of the best we've ever seen, they'll finish eventually. So for me, go seven games scoreless. I don't give a crap. Lose every game. I don't give a crap. I promise you things are going to look much better once they count, and I am not worried one bit. Not at all. So before I ask Bob, since he is the impartial one because he has no ties to Miami, Chris, am I wrong for not worrying at all? At some point, if we go another two games without scoring a goal, will you start to worry? No, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, look, you, you do see that they
1: are gelling very well, uh, a lot better than the first game, right? You, you're starting to see better progressions. You're starting to see players get more comfortable pushing the ball up. I mean, look, legitimately, the only thing that we have to worry about is is the defensive side, right? I mean, other than that, everything else is sort of moving along, getting
0: better the as we get side, you know, closer. Technically, technically yeah. the defensive side, yes. We've played two full games, right, Chris? Two yeah. full games and outside People of a rusty. bad Jordy Alba, but outside of a bad Jordi Alba turnover, how many goals have we surrendered?
1: Yeah, zero. outside
0: of that one goal, none. It's not like yeah. we were losing zero to five. Like they weren't running up the score on us. I'm not saying that I yeah. feel comfortable with the defense, I'm not saying that. Okay, so don't take it as that. I do yeah. think that the defense needs to improve. I do want to see some reinforcements, but People are, are, are not only upset that we're not scoring, they're acting like we've getting scored like five or six times against us. Nobody scored. Well, yes, I, think good, I think it's because everybody.
1: I think it's because everybody expected us to score like minimum five goals each game in the last two games. I mean, what, what, what's your perspective, Bob? I mean, what, what do you think in terms of the first two games that have gone on so far? So should the world burn to the ground? Or yes, I mean, it-
2: the world should burn to the ground regardless, it, but it has nothing to do with Inter-Miami. <laughs> um, my thought on it is just like any other preseason in any other sport, um, the best NFL teams have a bad preseason because yeah. they trot out the position battles that they need information. No one yeah. needs information on Lean Messi. You don't know what kind of player he is. You don't know what his strengths are. Come on. You know, um, the... I do like that Miami didn't concede a single goal. They were, you know, the what, third worst defense in the league last year, um, just yeah. abysmal. So I, I would take that more into account, um, you know, pairings, who's playing with the first team once they sub the first team off, who is that second team um, who's getting minutes together, um, what some of the, the players down roster look like. Messi's not in a position battle. Right. Like uh, we we don't need to know that information. And plus that link up play that I saw with them, um, you know, pushing the ball forward. I know uh, Biscuits and Messi were both involved. Someone else, I want to say like, I don't say Kermashy, but I don't think I might be wrong. Um, Like just connecting, pinging the ball around the box, um, putting it on target. And there was, uh, you know, only by, you know, the goalie's hand, the ball wasn't in the back of the net. I'm not worried. You know, you got players like Reynoso on Minnesota. He's from Central America. He's not going to Minnesota to training camp. He said, I'll meet mm-hmm. you in Tucson. I'll see you guys in Arizona and I'll show <laughs> up fit. So yeah. if he can do it, Messi can do it. Suarez can do it. And quite honestly, I don't want Suarez touching artificial ground. And I don't want him, his feet, just carpeting in his apartment. I don't even walk He shouldn't even be walking on hardwood floor.
1: <laughs> it's just <laughs> he should yeah. literally be carried everywhere unless it's
0: a field, a, a game on grass.
2: Like those, like, thrones with, like, the sticks that you see from, like, the
0: old cartoon days? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean, look, Luis Suarez had, I don't want to say point blank shot, but there was a beautiful little lob pass that Messi threw over, landed right at Er uh, Emerson. You you got me. Yes! Yes! Uh, Luis Suarez's right foot, and then he shanked it. That's fine. But Luis Suarez won't be doing that very often. Luis Suarez finishes more times than not. I'm not worried about this. I don't understand why everybody's so worried about it. Now, going back real quick to the defense. Hypothetically, let's say we would have scored three or four goals in each of those first two games. And we scored eight goals in the first two games and gave up one goal. Do you think the conversation would have been a little different about the defense? Yes, I mean, a, clean, a clean sheet. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah what sure. we, Yeah, because one random goal last game and then a, a, a clean sheet the first game. So, all of a sudden, we're scoring, and then we just give up one goal. It's like, oh, the defense looks pretty good. But because we didn't score, then everybody's like, oh, man, we're not scoring, and our defense isn't looking good. Like, people got to relax, man. It's two games in the preseason. Like, you know, get your, your, your panties are in a bunch, get them off that. It's just weird. Well, and not only that,
1: but the offensive side is not going to catch the heat. Like, nobody's throwing heat at Messi. Nobody's throwing heat uh, at Suarez. This is the second game. So what are they oh, going to Me- do? Messi They're going to throw the heat no, at Messi... the
0: defense. No, first of all, a lot of people are throwing heat at Suarez. So everybody's saying he's done. But Messi did look good.
1: Yeah, I Messi mean, but Suarez good. is done because supposedly his knees are, like, shattered. But he just came back. He just started after being the best player in Brazil. Like, I mean, people got to kind of pump the brakes over there, too, you know? I think it's okay to is have he some healthy skepticism and...
2: I think that, you know, Inter-Miami, they're, they're building a roster. They've built a roster in, in a way, unlike other teams. Like, other teams are thinking, oh, well, this player's young, so we can bump him down to a DP youth slot. This player we can buy down with GAM. Miami's going in thinking, okay, we need a youth DP player to sign. We need a player whose salary is going to be bought down by Garber bucks. All these things. So, I, again, I'm more worried about uh, the, the depth of, and, you know, you guys did have a, a pretty rough injury there. Um, and I want to know how you're going to address those issues. Because I know a lot of things on the field. You guys are going to run a four-man back line, a five-man back line, a three-man back line. It's going to change week to week. You know, I, I had trouble putting a depth chart together because you guys, your best 11 is never going to be on the field together right like i would expect them you know if you make MLS cup that's, that's when your best game. 11 yeah, gets on the field game, yeah. and 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 besides that i expect there there to be a lot of fluidity you guys got julian gressel who's you know a utility knife put him in at wing back put him in center midfield put him in at 10 put him in at it doesn't matter he's he's going to perform so uh, no you guys need to calm down uh, i i don't know where this negative energy is coming from you guys will, will be just fine and if that defense is short up you know, if you're losing games five, three, it's it's not the offense that you gotta focus on. And and yeah. I see that this defense looks
1: better. Uh-uh. Well, and not only that, know. but we also we also have Taylor as a Swiss Army knife. You know, he can be able to okay. fill in a lot of positions. We have Stefanelli, who is a poor man's version of Farias. So, uh, sorry, Danny, I took away the comment that you were pulling up. Go ahead.
0: No, it's, it's fine. Vice City Lucas said Suarez also started slow in Gremio last last year. Or, or, or I think it was last year he was saying. Um, last year, Luis Suarez, I don't know how they do the preseason over there in Brazil, but in his first – he took him to his fourth regular season game to score a goal. He had two goals in his first eight games. He started slow, ended up winning player of the year. So, give him these seven games to get the rust off. It's been the – I mean, he hasn't had as long a break as, as the other guys here in into Miami. But I, I, I don't understand why everybody's overreacting. I think that it, it's a little early, and I'm not worried. And I'm honestly, if next week doesn't go well in Saudi Arabia, I'm still not going to worry, barring injury. Now, if we start get, dealing with some injuries, then it's a different story. If you leave
2: Saudi Arabia with the same available players that you went there with it's and
0: a, a nice it's little good. bag of money, it's a win. 100%. Right. I agree with you. All right. Um now I did have a question for you but maybe you've heard more about this than I have this, this whole little referee issue. We got going where they're asking for more money. There's a strike coming, and supposedly we might be starting the regular season with replacement reps. What are your thoughts on possibly starting the season with some replacement reps?
1: I, I would love to tongue
0: see in that, cheek. I would tell you that
2: it can't it get matter. worse than it was at the end of last year, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. that's going to sound a lot like a challenge. To a lot of people out there, I would like to see the refs get paid and to do what they do. I think every sports league should have refs at the top of the pay scale. I don't want refs being vulnerable to blackmail or bribes or any of that. Give them everything they ask for. No ref should be, you know, a ref could teach a a soccer camp on weekends. A ref should not be, you know, working in a business office at any time. You know, these guys yeah. need to get paid like the professionals they are. They need to act and watch some film and look like professionals on the field too. But um, yeah, they got to get paid. You can't go in with replacements. The replacements are going to be even worse uh,
1: than, than some of the pros here. I mean, imagine how many, imagine how many side deals these replacement refs are going to, cause they're not going to have a job like in four weeks. So somebody comes out to him is like, "Hey, you throw a couple red cards to Gregory, like let's go." You know, <laughs> I'd
2: like to think that that's more difficult to do in reality than in yeah. history, <laughs> because in you know historically <laughs> in the Italian league, it happens all the time. Hey, listen, what do you got about Italians, man?
0: Nice shout ah, out to Don so for He's successful with Italians. It's my Italian people. If,
2: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
0: Yeah, wait, wait, yeah, I live by true. that. Yeah, Tom Madden said that. Eddie Guerrero said that all right uh here bro now Bob you you uh you cover the MLS you talk to a lot of people from around the MLS my question to you what do you think about MLS fans across the country that are hating on Messi and the inter Miami in general
2: I get it kind of but you need to understand that like America is a capitalist country and and money's king money's king that, that's the way it is. I think it was a great move to bring Messi into Major League Soccer. Every team is benefiting. Every team is getting money from, uh, you know, jersey sales, concessions, tickets sold, everywhere he goes. They're, um, they've recently been, like, upgrading some stadiums, you know, to play, like, the NFL stadium when the time yep. comes, stuff like that. Um, it's a great time to be here. Here is my uh one knock and it's not a knock on Messi, and it's not a knock on inter Miami, but I think this is where a lot of the hate comes from. There's like this generational gap that we have now. Um you guys are probably about my age, maybe a couple years younger. Um and kids these days don't follow and and, and bleed for a scarf. You know, like there's no that's loyalty. Right, that's right. And I Mm -hmm. think that the reason that people are upset with Messi isn't really that he came or that they bent the rules. Of course, Beckham got a franchise. Look at how they bent the rules for him. He was going to bend the rules for everyone else. He already got sanctioned for bending the rules. Um, You know, what was that two years ago? People I think are having this reactionary like visceral reaction saying like, this is bad that he's here because people are rooting for a shirt. Yeah. But that's, that's the kids. That's how kids work these days. You know, Um, when I was a kid, we I would buy a record from the record like CD I guess it wasn't really a record yeah, like yeah CD yeah. or a you know and you listen to every song the the artist pulled out now they listen to singles um, you know where Terrible. you would follow every player and you you'd love every player on your team you know I remember those AC Milan teams with with Kaká and when Ibra came over uh, Yeah, it was a huge deal now it's they're following the player. I think it's weird. I don't like it. I think it's going to ruin the sport, but it's not your fault per se. It's younger people, the younger generation where it's, it's about celebrity and it's not about uh, history and,
0: you know, tradition. It, it's just about the shiny new thing. And it, I maybe think that that's happens. Gonna I think that happens more in the United States than anything. Like, for example, in the NBA, in the NBA, that runs rampant. Everybody's because it, it, the, the players are, are their own, business almost right like yeah. they have their own brand that you follow sure. so it's very common to see in the nba uh in the nfl you see some of that baseball not so much but um it, it is very common to see in the united states i think in in european soccer for example you're born into a club here you're born into this five different sports in every city now like it, it's just different like you have you might be loyal to one team in one sport but the other sports you kind of just follow a, re- a single player. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Uh, but Listen, I think in the United States, it runs more rampant than other places.
1: And Stancy is mentioning "get off my lawn, kids." Listen, I wholeheartedly agree with Bob. Okay, I I loved David Wingate as much as I loved Allen Houston. Okay, so suck on that. All right, you gotta love the badge, love the team. Don't come out here loving Steph Curry. Get out of here. And it's okay
2: to like a player too. Like, yeah. it's okay to, like, I like Messi, but I also support this team. And I think you're going to find, uh, you know, growing up in New Jersey, you would see Bulls fans everywhere. You'd see Cowboys fans everywhere. Oh, You'd see God. the popular it's teams. Terrible. You could walk down the street and find Laker jerseys uh, walking down the street. And I, I think that's going to be the, the next thing is Miami. But let's move on and let's find other teams to be infatuated with, too. Uh, for me, it's a little strange. Red Bull fan. I'm going to be at Red Bull games all season long uh, watching live. I picked a second team to follow. I like following LAFC and I like watching them late at night because they're on 10:30, 11 o'clock, everyone's in bed. Dogs in bed, wife's in bed, you know, and while they are very supportive, especially the dog of watching soccer during the day, it's not the same when everyone is gone and you're just watching on your own, you know? So um, I get that. So I I can understand how people from different parts of the country, being that our start time is four hours (laughs) different, depending on where you are, uh, that you might want to follow Messi and it's all good money. Bring it in
0: and, you know, let's do it. I think people just think it's unfair that we're signing so many players and still managed to stay under the salary cap. And let me tell you,
1: surprisingly, and we have a lot of people that watch the podcast that that, that you know support us. Our- oh, and uh, they support the channel and stuff. And these these fans, they're also huge fans of Messi, and they watch Inter Miami games at all odd hours of the night. So it does it does go to show you how much of a big support there is for Messi for Inter Miami. More so for Messi, of course. But like you said, I think that it's going to be huge for the league. All right.
0: Um, so, I, look, I, I I don't mind people just liking Messi. He's the greatest of all time, kind of like with Jordan. There was all those Bulls fans because it was the greatest of all time. You appreciate watching greatness. Um, I think that people are, are more upset because they feel like Inter-Miami is loading up with all these guys on TAM deals. And they feel like it's unfair because Inter Miami is going to run away with everything, which I don't think is going to happen, honestly. Uh, but I think that that's what everybody's thinking. So I guess we'll move on to this next part right here. So, Bob, I don't think that Inter for example, is going to get even close to getting the Supporter Shield. I don't. I don't think they're going to even get close to that because yeah. of all those competitions they're going to be in.
2: And I don't think that's a goal.
0: Uh, if, if you had didn't a didn't list,
2: lie. what? they have to do next year i would say mls cup is is probably the top but i'm not even really sure that that's Perfect. like it might still be
0: like a leagues cup repeat is that is <laughs> that number one it's ccc the champions uh yeah. No. Champions yeah. Okay. Okay. Cup. Sure. Yes. yeah so i think that that's number one mls cup is number two is number then two it would one. be uh leagues cup Jeez. number three uh maybe supporters <laughs> number four because nobody gives a crap about the u.s open cup so Oh, oh my god sure. well they yeah, may I'm not sure. be in the u.s open cup who the heck even knows what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> so uh and then maybe the inter-american or whatever there was that random tournament that they said that they might bring back uh but yeah I, I think the ccc is number one
1: you're about to have at least five people just start punching you in the face in the chat right now danny
0: yeah i know they because hate of the, so about the US because of
1: your take on the open cup like look mm-hmm. at this hazel uh, is an open cup lover other people as well it's I like problem. it. I
2: love it. But the prize money's got to be there, and the television contract's got to be there. If that's not done, then it doesn't matter. I don't think Garber should be telling teams to bring their their B squad. That's mm-hmm. up to you to put whatever squad on the field you deem necessary. But uh, it, it's it's kind of sad as as to what happened. Like the the league is now working to delegitimize the only domestic cup we have here.
0: Could you? Well, league's cup is here now.
2: But but that's not like okay I guess leagues cup.
0: Uh, I mean <laughs> we went not, to a I game.
2: mean it's not a we've
0: way. seen games
1: where there's like seven and a half people. I mean imagine Birmingham, yeah. Alabama playing against like Miami down or, here. Or imagine
2: my imagine Messi going to play at like uh you know Jonesboro Community College yeah. to play uh <laughs> some fifth division team. I'd love it.
0: Where where you like, see that like EPL sometimes? I mean oh, you see teams get a missing? surprise promotion. But you know what? I'm okay with it in EPL because the country's like this big. You have neighborhoods playing against other neighborhoods. So like you literally have like 37 teams playing just in London. So I get that there's like a like a cool rivalry there. But what the hell do I care about Inter Miami going to play against uh Charlotte Battery over there or whatever they call it, Charlton Battery. And like I I I don't care for the US Open Cup. I really don't. I, and Just I want to see Messi playing in a tore up field in front of 37 bleachers.
2: Well, you wouldn't have to worry about that anyway. He was never playing a US open yeah. cup
0: game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but the way
1: I look at it is imagine Birmingham, Alabama playing against the, the, the Miami FC, like Miami yeah, FC here cool. locally, they get like 12 people cool. to the stadium. Birmingham has like, 100 people because like what do you i mean what do you do in birmingham alabama no, but I'm, right? look, I'm, I not, mean, I'm
0: not knocking for the amount of people that show up to the games because they have their fan base it's not as big as mls that's fine
1: it is, i just it don't is, like that it's
0: technically I, I like watching mls teams play against other mls teams or against other top le- teams in the other leagues like, like league MX. i just i don't i don't want to see them play if people think that mls is already bad right people that like european soccer already look at mls and like well oh, this is a crappy product why am I gonna go? And per, I don't think it's a crappy product, but people already think that. Now I'm gonna go ahead and okay. But by the way, come watch those them play against Miami FC, so you can really watch some crap. Like no, like let, let's try to, to make things look as best as possible.
2: You don't want to see a bunch of phys ed teachers getting paid ten thousand dollars a year to uh, play <laughs> yes, at their local yes. soccer club. Oh my god! Uh, take you on play Messi. against messy.
0: No. Yes, no, I would no, love I that. Don't. But there's there, there's that. some people that love the FA Cup. That kind of want to romanticize it and bring it to the United States. I don't think it works the same. I don't. I get I get the similarities, but I don't think it works the same here in this country. Look at All how right, we just so,
1: got dragged into the open know, cup quicksand, Danny. Just pulled right in.
0: All right. So uh, MLS predictions, Bob. If you had to guess, who the top two, three teams in the East are going to be? I, I won't. I won't. Unless you want to give us the West. I don't really care about the West. But maybe who the West is going gonna to come out of the West and who's going to play oh, in the yeah. MLS Cup. Just um, a random prediction.
2: If, if I had to pick, now I, I love FC Cincinnati, but they added some defense. They lost pieces. You never know how a defense is going to gel. You can't put together a center back super team. So I, I'm counting them out. I'm going to say Orlando, Miami, and that would be great for. I mean, that, come on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like built in. Um, and we and, get two home games if we play two legs. there you go it all works out um and i would say columbus crew and then for the west i'm going to say lafc this this, this is a tough one this is a tough one i'm gonna say lafc rsl and I can't say Houston because they were so bad for so long, so it's such a big part yeah, of Yeah, the They season. picked it up at the end of the they year, they picked it
0: up big time. Let me say
2: Galaxy. Team. They Galaxy always has something up their sleeve, they're always just a couple moves away from, from contending. So, I'm gonna go say uh, LA, LA, and
0: RSL. RSL. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people are, are putting money on RSL to, to randomly just come out and and I'm starting uh, surprising some people. They got this kid stepping back from, from Europe. Yeah, well, because they had
2: such an amazing summer. They, they went on a run for, like, 12 games unbeaten in the middle of the summer last year, yes. which was fantastic. And they have – They randomly you know, lost
0: to Houston in the Open Cup uh, semis.
2: But I don't think that, that, that's that random. I think Houston's really good at home. Houston's very good at soccer. Yeah, that midfield now with Aceh uh, Aceh, Ace, I mean, come on. They have one of the best uh, midfield units in the league. But RSL, Diego Luna, have you watched what this kid has done? He did it again for the U.S. men's national team. He's just so special to watch. So good. Christian Arango was apparently free and
0: anyone could have gone out and got him. So I I really like what they're putting together. They're looking like a solid squad. Uh so if you had to give us a prediction on Inter Miami, what do you think we are expecting from Inter Miami? That's a loaded question. In
2: the it's 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 uh I love it. If they're healthy, they Uh should compete for every fee that MLS has to offer. They should. Um that's a big question. You know, betting on injuries, especially with a squad that is kind of this top-heavy, you know, if if Messi pulls his groin and is out for three weeks, you might have three losses in a row. I'm, I'm not sure what the B plan is. Like, I know the offense is running around Messi, but if you take Messi out of the equation, I don't really know what's going on. Um, You know, you could take... Other players around him out, I think we could survive a couple games without Jordi Alba. On the right side, you have Yedlin and Gressel. They're interchangeable. Those those parts are going to go. Uh, but if, if the wheels fall off, the wheels are going to fall off fast and
1: hard.
0: Right? Uh, you know what? And I don't want to disrespect Messi. I do think that the season doesn't go as planned if Messi's not there. But if he misses two or three games, I think this roster should oh, be good yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to at least... Like hang in there, get a win, a draw, and a loss in those three games, right? Luis Suarez, I could, I should hope, can win us a game here or there. Um, now, if Messi misses an extended period of time, you know, then uh, I'm a little worried. But, this is um, tough. And Mike okay. V is
1: mentioning if Miami doesn't win all the cups; it's a disappointing season. I mean, what 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 do you consider a, a, a,
0: well, a successful season and a disappointing season by for into Miami before we get into the Red Bulls? Two trophies, two trophies. I agree. I agree. CCC and MLS Cup is what I'm hoping for. The two trophies, I agree. That is bare minimum for me.
1: Absolutely. But I also you agree ever with say the bare minimum. bare minimum is a little lofty of a goal. Bare
2: minimum. I bare mean.
0: minimum. You have the greatest player of all time, and Luis Suarez with uh, Busquets, Alba, and all the hype behind it. If we want to get one trophy, I feel like we're going to be a laughingstock.
2: I, I disagree. I understand how you could feel that way. Um, I've never won MLS Cup with my team. Uh, oh, but yeah, we won you know, a what couple of One of the very few. Yeah.
0: Are, are you the only team that's from 96 that hasn't won a cup? No, I think, think reps right?
2: are there too. The
0: Reson revolution? Won. Yeah, the, the reps are there, there with us. Yeah. That's a bit. That's a, that. That's
1: crazy, and the Revs have so much money that they can be able to like at this point they can load up if they want to, and they're just eating know, shit. No, But the Red
0: Bulls had Terry and Reaver for a while. They made it to the final with him, and they just couldn't uh, just just punch it and get over that hump.
1: It's not for lack of trying, though. It's not like they haven't tried. You know, they haven't tried to but make. The Red opposition. Bulls have the
0: most boring style of of soccer. Yeah, but that's in the another thing. World. That's. But that's, that's no, no, but also... It's not boring. I, I, I don't agree. I against it.
2: I completely... I actually completely disagree with that. I think they have one of the most fun styles to watch. However, yes. what we've seen over the last two years is that they were not fun to watch because they weren't playing it well. Like, in well, and I, out of the I, system, that system, if you, you... I mean, globally, is a winning system, right? It's just... We just haven't had the
0: players to put it away and make it yeah. successful. So it looks... Now... These players are it's running 100 miles I miss, an hour. I, I misspoke. It's not boring. I I I was thinking low block. No, the Red Bulls are not boring. The Red Bulls are annoying to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, that that's the Very, one. That they, they weren't boring. They are, are annoying as hell because they literally uh, do they snort the Red Bull before they play. They, they might. They, yeah. Because they are literally running nonstop pressing all game long. It is the most annoying brand of soccer to play against. And uh, I'm surprised that they haven't done well. And I guess we'll get into the Red Bulls now. Yeah. So just real quick, before we do, this is going to be the first time we do it. We're, we're trying to preview. We want to do the whole league. A couple of things have happened in our personal lives that might not allow us to do it. Uh, but we are trying to at least have a preview of every team at the end of every episode from the Eastern Conference from now until the season starts. So everybody gets a feel for the Eastern Conference. Um, like I said, I want to do it for all the teams, but you know, some stuff has happened uh, things kind of went awry, but we are going to do that. And we're going to start here with Bob with the red bulls. So Lewis Morgan, we love Lewis Morgan down here. We hated to see him go started balling over there. The first season he was there, he's been injured. What yeah, could you tell us about our, oh boy, Lewis Morgan. So he hasn't
2: shown himself in camp. I mean, like he's there, but he hasn't stepped on a field We don't have live streams of our preseason matches. I guess we're not all gifted like Inter Miami is. So we haven't got to watch any of it. Um, We're not going to know until Coachella how ready he is. But by all means, he's expected to be an everyday starter throughout this season. And I don't think he's going to have an injury designation heading into this season. That's huge, huge, huge. Red Bull, you know, it's a system. you got to be a certain kind of player to fit in with the high press, energy, running, legs for days. We love our young guys. I think our average roster age is like 22 years old. Something ridiculous. We've even had a Julian Hall. He's a 15-year-old. He started two games for our preseason squad so far. He made his MLS debut last season. It was one of the youngest starts ever. He has a goal and an assistant preseason already, which is, I believe, more than the entire Inter-Miami squad.
0: I Hi. Wow. I see what you did there. <laughs> and for, for that, you're going to get this. I love, I love it. You sound like,
2: you sound like the Cincy fans. You guys are as bad as, uh, <laughs> Oh no, there's
0: nothing, there's nothing worse than Cincy fans. Shout out to Justin. That's why you just joined. Uh, he wishes he was a Columbus fan. Uh, so Bob, what, what could you tell us Joe? So, for those that don't know, because we have a lot of people that are, are, are new to the channel from like different parts of the world, new to the MLS, we were we were touching on the Red Bulls a little bit, but could you go a little more into detail the type of ball that the Red Bulls play, formation, and then just style in general. So they play a very advanced pressing system and it looks great when it works
2: and it looks terrible when it doesn't. This team had more fouls and was fouled more than any other team in Major League Soccer. A lot of their games were choppy and chippy. When you're running full speed and you get clipped, you go down hard. You don't get mm-hmm. injured very often by that, but you can take a tumble when you're a professional athlete. So I think that's kind of the story. And a lot of people said, like, oh, this Red Bull team's so dirty. Well, when they're pressing and getting on people so fast, you drag a foot. If you make a challenge and it's late, you're going to take someone down. Uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of injuries on or against Red Bull. It's just the fast style play and these little, you know, these little bumps when you're running 100 miles an hour, they, 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 they affect you a lot. Um, Red Bull plays a very advanced pressing system. It's not just mark 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 run 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 They do have a lot of players a lot of moving parts um, It's it's very press in the opposing end um, And it's one of the best defenses you'll see in Major League Soccer I said that last year at the beginning of the year and I got laughed out of out of town They gave up the fourth least goals in the league in in around Major League Soccer so they, they definitely have a lot of talent there. The back line is where you're going to see all the talent. You have uh, Andre Reyes and, and Sean Nailis. We got a new kid, Noah Eiley, who's 21 years old. He's 21 years old and he's six foot five. you know, at the center back position. Um, you have Tolkien on one side and Kyle Duncan on the other. These are two all-league type players. These could be <sighs> starters Tolkien. on almost every team in Major League Soccer. They line up, you know, like a four two two two. I don't think that's the best situation you're going to see a lot of three and five man back lines based on the availability because you do want tolkien getting upfield you don't want him to have any defensive duties you guys know with Jordi alba and the uh-huh. yedlin on the field like you're not a traditional right back play wing back and, and get get you know get up on the field aside from that they have a really good uh deep midfield the thing about this red bull team if there's an injury there's a like for like substitution for every man on the field every single time That's what you need to know. Great midfield made up of Frankie Amaya, who was number one overall draft pick for Cincinnati. He was supposed to be the Mm -hmm. next big number 10, never worked out. Now he plays like an eight or even a six in some games. And it seems like that's really a, a great position for him there. But it's all about young guys, youth, inexperience. And that's kind of what bit us last year the lack of scoring. There is no number nine on this roster. Last year, we went out and signed one, Dante Van Zier made some unfortunate racist comments on the field um he Mm. took his suspension um above what the league uh wanted did all those uh re-education courses um it looks like the team has accepted him back i can't comment one way or another i know a lot of fans for good reason uh don't aren't rooting for for dante vans here this season and uh, i'll just leave it at that around him you got a lot of pieces Our big addition and this is the name you got to know emil forsberg this guy uh, won, the league, won the Swedish league twice with Malmo when he was a young kid. He played a Swedish international team, um, played in the World Cup, scored a goal in the World Cup. He is a pure number 10. People want to slot him into a 4-2-2-2 as one of the wings. I think he's going to be kind of the central distributor. He was with Red Bull Leipzig in the second Bundesliga, won promotion, played... Eight years in the Bundesliga at the top flight, being second or third place. And he's played 15, 16, 17 games every single season for them. 40 goals, 40 assists in top flight German football is nothing to scoff at and i think it's the perfect time for him he's 32 he's kind of on the come down of his career but he's certainly useful maybe not in the parent club but in 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 the red bull squad he's a player that the team is building a whole ton around who's you know smiling yucking it up with lewis morgan so you got those two guys as kind of the leadership in the locker room guys and under them it's just a bunch of kids who can run
0: is that going to be a connection like whenever uh you have players that are out of their prime over there in the Bundesliga playing for the Red Bulls? Do they come over and just finish their career here in MLS because it's an easy transition?
2: I, I think so, and I think that that's kind of the global synergy thing, and it's not just Salzburg. It's, it's Austria. We got Daniel Royer uh, from uh, – what's that team in Austria? Um, Salzburg. Salzburg. So Red Bull Salzburg, and then there's a Red Bull in Brazil too. They share oh, global okay. scouting. So they, you know, if if we are looking into South American players, Brazil has, you know, the uh, what would you call that? Like a, a dossier on every player in South America. So I think that, that that it does work like that. We're gonna sell players up, they're gonna bring players down, and it doesn't need to be negative, it could be a positive thing like this. Like we are hurting for a contributor veteran on offense it's not like he's retiring anytime soon he still has a lot of ball to play in his life and he is 100 on board with this transition i think that that's the key it's not just selling players that don't want to come to america you got to find the right guy the right personality and uh if if they can do just a little bit if he can provide a little bit of that magic we're cooking with fire here
0: and uh, well i guess you, you touched on it there with the offense what 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 would be the weakness of this red bulls team Weakness uh, scoring, just
2: a direct number nine, and they had a lot of opportunity. I think people mistakenly think that Red Bull isn't an opportunity-based offense, and it is. They had a lot of shots. They were in a lot of good positions. It was just finishing. We just couldn't find uh, consistent finishing. There were injuries. Van Zier with his injuries, then his suspension was never able to settle in. The Belgian kid is going to be a lot. They're looking for a big body to put next to him. We have Elias Manuel. Big guy, fast guy, gets open, gets in the box, puts the ball 30 yards over the post. So it's going to be that. It's going to be a number nine. I think this team, honestly, is a number nine away from being a legitimate cup contender. And it's because the system is so sound. When you have that foundation, when you have the play style, when you have the recognition, you have the kids. Like I said, all over the field, there's like for like subs that you okay edelman isn't gonna play fine who's edelman anyway bring up the next kid 15 year old julian hall uh plug him in there and let him run you know and, and i think that that's part of the identity <laughs> of the team i remember a couple of years ago in the preseason we started uh we had like a midweek champions league game or some i don't know there was something going on and we put our baby bulls on like the Red Bull two squad and they Mm -hmm. won five, one like, like that, that is a possibility with this team. It's, it's so based on identity there.
0: So if you had to predict, go ahead, Chris.
1: No, I was just going to say, I've always seen the Red Bulls as a very, as a very efficient countering team when it comes to playing on their defense and, and they can be able to counter efficiently. So, I mean, if once, once you add a number nine to that, I mean, it's all hell could break loose at that point. Talking about it, the most annoying team with a freaking nine that can put the ball in the back of the net? Jesus. It's been
2: a long time since, since that happened. You know, we we tried with Brian White and Tom Barlow up top for five years, and we got rid of Brian White, which is the wrong one to get rid of, you know? Yeah. So uh, the Tom Barlow situation is is good. He cannot score goals in Chicago. Uh, you know, I would like to just rotate pieces, try some new things. If what's working isn't working, move on to the next
0: one is that press style something that's going to stick stick with the team even after you change coaches like is that just something that the organization wants to keep going just that is something that's organizational Um, yeah there are variations on it we
2: for example they against charlotte um they played like a half field press Mm -hmm. instead of the full field press and charlotte was expecting the full field press they had no second plan they couldn't break us down so that kind of happened in that charlotte game so um yeah i think the coaching uh, I don't know what pipeline they have there, but they know what they're doing. This Sandra Swartz guy is, isn't from no nowhere. Um, he may not have been, you know, like the top tier guy, but when that coaching position became available, open up the, the, open up the red bull books, who do we have? Here's your opposition research. Plug it in. Hmm. Perfect right. fit annoying. Yeah, we can get, we get Dom Dwyer. I've talked to,
0: okay. Ugh. All right, uh, so just let's end it with this, your predictions for the red bulls this season, what you expect what a success would be and what would be a complete disaster
2: a success would be a top 4 finish in the east
0: okay top 4 finish Reasonable. in the east would be a successful season um
2: or advancing the roster into a place where we are in a better situation come march 1st of next season a complete disaster is we still can't score goals that's what it is. It's it's that number 9. It's there's just no one proven on the team. Um if we do well, it's because Van Zier steps up, um becomes the goal scorer. We need him to be. We find a partner for him whether it is Manuel or one of those other guys. Um and and when you have a top 5 back line, not much needs to break your
0: way to 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 be there. And what's your what's your realistic expectation this season? What're your prediction for the Red Bulls? I want a playoff win. A playoff win. Got it. I want a playoff. Okay.
1: That's acceptable, Danny. That's not that's not stretching. Sorry, that's it's not, not exactly. every trophy
2: like in Miami. Yeah, like but...
1: <laughs> two, two minimum, bare minimum.
2: Who wins Wait. the Hudson Derby? See what Justin says? Red mm-hmm. Bull's gonna win. Red Bull wins every year. I think it's gonna be pretty easy. I don't like what NYCFC has done at all. They're playing players out of position. Not good. And,
1: and there's another. Camped. And there's another question here I want to answer, Danny, because this is very important here. Being is asking which of the Miami player has good pace. His name is Emerson.
0: Uh, to answer that question seriously, um, Yedlin still has pretty good pace. Um, I mean, it, you're talking just defense. No, he's not. He's not on the team anymore. And yes. then you have, um, we have Diego Gomez has pretty good pace. Uh, uh, defensively, Toto Aviles has good pace. Emerson does have a good pace, but he's no longer part of the team. Um, I mean, Messi, I, I, I really can't say he has great pace. I mean, this is unfortunately, this isn't a team built on speed. I mean, we're, we're, we're an older team. So, listen, Mr. Yeah. Krabs already said
1: it. I answered it. I answered it seriously, Danny. Get out of here. I don't need any other. He's action. not
0: on the oh. fucking team anymore. Stop talking about Emerson. I hate that guy. Nah, All man. right. Um, Chris, you're going to ask your question? Yes, I am, guys. So, look,
1: this is where the real questions come, Bob. All right? So, we got a couple of questions locked and loaded, but we're not going to go to our old, old questions. We're just going to throw some sandwiches on your face, and you're going to tell us how you cut them, right? Do you cut them diagonally, or do, or do you cut them uh, north to south? It's got to be diagonal every time. Uh, there you go. There you the go. weirdos out here. And by the way, chat, just so you guys know, before we started the show, I asked Bob if Bob was... I asked Bob if Bob was his real name, and he said, no, it's Robert. I want to know if they're still making Bobs out here. And do you guys in the chat think that there are more Bobs than Roberts? So I'll let them chew on that for a little bit. And then here's another question. So when I go shopping at my local grocery store, I hold the cart as so from the front of the shopping cart. So are you a front shopping cart holder or are you a handlebar back shopping cart holder? That that's tough. I think
2: at the grocery store I push from behind because there's a lot of room. The aisles are long, you know, you, you have a lot of room. In Costco, you're pulling from the front, you're leaving it down the aisle, grabbing what you need and walking back to it. You're doing all kinds of stuff.
0: Look at that, Whoa, Danny. Look, look at, at that. that. Look, Bob breaking it down. Make sure that you are listening to the Designated Pundits because just the same way he broke down the cards, he breaks down the soccer. And uh, just so you guys know, we are about to jump on the Designated Pundits podcast right now. I'm actually going to put a link down below here in the chat so that if you guys want to get nothing to do and you want to keep talking a little footy into Miami, go ahead and there's the link. You guys can jump on with us in a second because we're going to jump on his podcast right now to preview into miami so any final thoughts bob before we get out of here oh and plug your stuff even though i kind of helped already
2: twitter at i80 underscore sports all of our stuff is under the i80 sports heading so designated pundits mls on i80 sports you might know us from like i80 sports mls from last year designated pundits we got a new name new logo uh, it's all going to be fresh. We're really excited to do it there at I-80sports on Twitter, youtube.com backslash I-80sports. You can find the designated pundits anywhere. You listen to podcasts and you can find my uh, content now on goals.tv, gol A lot of great uh, podcasters from all over the, the, the world on there, sharing their, their, their soccer content
0: so there we go uh chris any final thoughts before we jump on with Bob uh, and designated pundits uh
1: no that's it i mean we this was a great show we went over some red bull stuff we found out that uh, bob is a versatile shopper let's fucking go baby
0: yeah you know what i love it he's the first person to get something like that so i appreciate that um and uh oh wait danny check the website of art of soccer for the oh okay and I know where I'm going to be going oh, after I'm done with the uh, designated pundits because I need me that that bootleg. I'm telling you, that bootleg, that, I'm going to rock that. As soon as I get it, I'm rocking it on the show. But for those of you guys wondering, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll be talking about that uh, first Saudi Arabia game on Monday. We'll be talking about that tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. So make sure that you join us live tomorrow at 9, nine o'clock. Uh, so if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you sticking with us for the whole hour and two, three minutes so far. So please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, we appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, all that. And for those of you that are in the comments, we appreciate you guys as always. You guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you guys interacting with us all episode long. And until the next one, have a good one.